On this week in Sandlot Sports, we discussed the Jacksonville Jaguars and their offseason moves, including signing Tim Tebow as a backup tight end. We discussed the upcoming NBA playoffs and whether team basketball ended in the NBA in 2015 with the Warriors. It took Doc Rivers to get him motivated. He's not a naturally motivated person. He's just huge. And he has skills. But I don't mm. think he's got that Kobe, Michael Jordan, everybody pre-1998 killer instinct. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What's that? And BJ Thomas. Now you got football Jesus. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and oh, we're, we're yeah. gonna get to all of that. Yeah. I, 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 I want to save yeah. that. Save, save that for later because that's just gonna be extra special. Um, I do want to talk about about Russell Westbrook before we get into the into the fun stuff with Jacksonville. So what he did, what Westbrook did that night was something I never thought I would ever see. Breaking Oscar Robertson's career triple doubles record. Well, and he just he just padding stats though. Th- this is true. This is true. Yeah, but it's still a record I never stat. thought. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm being sarcastic because rebounds and assists don't help the whole team. Like I don't, I don't understand it. Padding stats, <laughs> but I've never seen somebody catch so much shit for doing work. I don't. Is he the team's like, leading rebounder? I, I it, thought something. He's a team leading rebounder. He's like it wouldn't team. surprise me because it's very odd, very odd that a team would have two double-digit rebounders. Right. I haven't seen his athleticism taking a dip either, and he's in his early thirties, so this is getting weird. Yeah. Like yeah. he's still yeah. freakishly he's like 30, athletic. Like 32? Right, two, three, something like that, maybe. Yeah, still jumping, yeah. jumping, jumping. Yeah, yeah, still out, <laughs> st- still out rebounding people eight inches taller than him, like. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He. The, the thing I love about Russell Westbrook is that his motor is just go. Like it doesn't matter yeah. if they're losing by like twenty. Like he's he's gonna go at all times, man. He, he runs off a of doubt. When you doubt him, he just gets hungrier and hungrier. And mm. yeah, isn't that why he wears the number zero? Because someone told him that it made him look slow. He's like, well, f you guys, I don't care. I yeah. think it's something along those lines. It's something special about the zero. Um, and no, uh, also too, I think another thing was I think uh, coming out of high school, they told him the only school that was looking at him I think was uh UCLA because originally I think for UCLA I think he wanted to go to USC even you I don't think USC was even uh giving him a thought so it was why would UCLA you, that gave him a thought. why would you want to join USC's basketball program didn't they have to pay OJ Mayo to come there and then before that who was it uh, it was OJ Mayo and um do you guys remember uh there was a guy I can't think of his name he played for USC back in like the the late 90s early no yeah late 90s early 2000s and they made the final four i can't i can't think of it but pretty much just about every basketball player that usc have ever had there's some type of links to some type of money being transferred somewhere you added an extra word in there just about every player usc has ever had (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) <laughs> I, it's like they have a hard time recruiting or something without money or maybe once the word's out it's like now why are you recruiting me without trying to pay me what are you trying to say yeah that's true what you're trying to say i need to get paid too so now i gotta pay everybody well i mean but i mean they, they could all be like cam newton where if one school offers you twenty thousand dollars you turn it down just because you've got great principles and you go to another school that doesn't pay you i like it <laughs> i like it because that's what happened <laughs> oh that's absolutely what happened in auburn he got paid in laptops <laughs> Kept him out of trouble. <laughs> Kept him out of trouble. But can you imagine if Cam Newton would have stayed at Florida? Like, without all of the shit that happened. Like, what if Cam Newton were, was the Cam Newton at Auburn at Florida? He would, he would if Cam sit, Newton stayed at Auburn, we probably wouldn't know of Tim Tebow right now. He would have had to sit through two years of Tebow. Urban Meyer's not giving up Tebow. He's talk still about, not giving up Tebow. Talk about football Jesus. Oh, 
God. No problem. No, no, don't, no don't get that. Do you know do you know how many backup tight ends in the league are like this motherfucker? Dude, I, I Look, know. I, it, I have heard multiple people come up with multiple reasons as why they believe this is a good hire. Not, not a single one is he helps our football team. I was on about the to say, field. not one of them mentioned football. It's about selling no. tickets and Jesus. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about it is what made me sick to my stomach is, is when I read that we, the Jaguars, I'm not going to say we, I'm detaching the Jaguars right now. Nope, nope, Jaguars, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, you, I'm doing it because I'm. You don't, <laughs> you don't get to choke on that dick last week and then completely avoid it this week. That's not no, what no, you're no. gonna do. You, you can't detach that quick. It has to be. It has to be gradual sadness. <laughs> it's been gradual sadness for the past what? No. I, I, I don't know how long. Last anyway. week. Last week was the resurrection. That was your football Easter. No, 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 no. Last week I had a, I had at least you were a drunk to defend them. That's no, what no, was. I wasn't drunk. That's no, what was. it was. It had to be. No, had I wasn't drunk. <laughs> I was defending my team. But when you make asinine moves like this, you can't defend it. Like and like I've been hearing it from from every fan, all of my homies from Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I've been hearing it from even freaking Texan fans. Like, dude, what are you doing? Even we know not to hire, you know, get Tebow. But the thing that's the thing that makes me sick to my stomach is we had a chance to get Jared Cook and we didn't. Like, he was willing to come to the Jaguars and so, we didn't move at so all you, on Jared Cook. Do you understand that the team who held on to a player too long to get anything of value out of him that he's now catching sexual assault charges to which he has zero value is now making fun of your team? Pretty much. You, yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure. I, I want to make sure everybody <laughs> understood what I saw. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, but there's if you're a Jaguar fan, there's no way you can defend it. And for the Jaguar fans who are defending this, I'm like, bro, just just take the L, man. Just take the L. This yeah, is they're, a they are fight. completely blind to what is actually going on. They 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 are in where Dorian was last last week. They are in this this euphoria. Hey, this has got to work because if it doesn't, I'll never hear the end of it. You can't even do Antoine Randall L stuff with him. He can't throw. No, right. Like you don't and have that reason. option. So he's a straight tight end. He's an H back. He's like Trey Burton, the guy he used to throw to. No, Trey Burton can catch. Right. We don't know. And we don't know if Tebow can. We don't know if Tebow okay. can catch. I haven't seen him. No, 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 no. He 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 has played tight end in an NFL game. He played one snap as tight end in an NFL game. The ball was thrown to him and it bounced off his helmet. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just. All I'm saying is like, Dwayne's <laughs> about to cry, and we're look, ten minutes in. <laughs> look, all I'm saying is that if prayer worked, Tebow would be better than Tom Brady. That's all I'm saying. I mean, can anybody deny no, no. that logic? No. <laughs> No, if you deny that, no, because if you deny that, like you'd pretty, you'd be illogical. Right. And and for the record, I have no issue with Urban bringing him in as an assistant coach, as an assistant to the team. Make him a quality coordinator. Do something. If you want to bring him in, hey, I know I worked with this guy many, many years ago. He was great for the culture. He was great for the team. Blah, 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 blah. You want to do that? Great. Make him make him a coach. Make him an assistant. Do whatever. Don't put him out on the field because, A, it's going to make your team worse. B, it's you're going to lose the locker room because everyone's going to look around and exactly. go, what the fuck are you doing? And see, exactly. you're like you said, you're taking away a roster spot from someone who can actually benefit the team. Exactly. Like it, 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 the Falcons just cut, what was it, Hunter Henry? Is that uh, who? No, no it, Hunter Henry's. And, and, no, and they, the just, they just cut a tight end. Right, they cut. They just, um, oh, dang! The guy he like, played for the uh, Raven. Oh, oh, that guy, Hooper. Oh, Hurst. Hurst. Oh, no, no, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's Hurst. Yeah, Hurst. Right. Yeah, oh. I think I think it's Hurst. Um, but it's but also too, it's like okay. Tim Tebow, even if you even if you try to bring him in as a tight end, right? Hayden Hurst. What do you think? 
Yeah. Telling me yeah. he's not he better hurt. than Tebow. He's, he's not better than Tebow. Tebow. And he was he's hit last good. year. He wasn't sitting right. in a booth swinging a baseball bat on the weekends and whatnot. Right. right. I just don't get right. the logic. It's like if, like you said, if, if at if you just want your homeboy around, there's plenty of other positions for that. He could supply steroids. He could like you know whatever he want to do. Is <laughs> exactly. he could get towels? I don't know. He could be in charge of the the uh, laptops, the so right. the tablets. I don't care. Someone oh. someone even mentioned. They were like, why don't you put him as fullback? He's going to put in packages to run the ball anyway. Just put him as least a fullback. He hasn't been hit in like seven years. That's true. He, he's been hit by more pitches in the past seven years than NFL players. Probably because he's too dumb to back away from the plate. <laughs> Look, man, I, you know what? But AK, you called it last week. You said that when it comes to personnel decisions, <laughs> Myers' track record sucks ball. Yeah. And even though I knew it, I was like, you know what? Hopefully this is different. But nope. <laughs> you, you are like these people that, that hear a lie and want to believe it and want to believe it so much that you just disregard anything else from reality that could break that lie so what which, you're saying which is, is why sorry i'm sorry i'm Ooh. sorry i didn't mean to say that i didn't mean to say that Archive, you have you have sorry. a guy that looks like jesus on your team and literal football jesus and you're saying things like that i don't know if it's gonna man. work out for you i know sacrilegious i know oh my god <laughs> i can't Dude, I, I, I just don't see the, the, the logic in this move. And now I'm questioning everything about Urban Meyer to the point where I know if I'm questioning it, I know. Remember I told you guys last week when uh, when I was in Jacksonville and, and everybody was like, you didn't finish that sentence. Crazy. You didn't see you didn't, when you were in Jacksonville getting pumped up or gassed up, whatever the kids call it these days. Look, I'm a fan. Look, if you guys were with your team, you guys would have been just as enthusiastic. However, what I'm saying is if I'm feeling this way, I know that the players are questioning everything because even from last week when I was there, I saw Jonathan Allen and I saw uh, CJ Henderson and they had this look on their face like, dude, like, why the fuck you guys rejoicing for like, we still haven't played a game yet. And then this happens? You bring Tim Tebow on as a tight end? Yeah, they haven't played a preseason game and Urban has already lost that locker room already. I mean, he's worse than Steve Spurrier was. We know one thing. Your team has the worst tight end in the division. (laughs) Without question. Without question. Without question. Can't catch. Never blocked, not one son of a bitch ever. Mm, mm, mm. This is like mm. stiff as hell. It's real good when you got stiff tight ends that can't move their hips and shit. That's always awesome. Exactly. It can't even run a route. I, you never seen him like run a route. Like I mean, as, play- as long as it's over somebody, he should be able to run a route. Like if he can go through people, yeah, you're good. But if he's got to yeah. like turn and go around somebody, you're fucked. Yeah, and, and somebody I, I I had ESPN on as I was making dinner tonight, and they were talking about like, well, Tebow brings a circus. Oh, why well, why does he bring a circus? Is it because of his religion? It's like no, he brings a circus because he's not very good. Okay, mm. when Michael Vick was at a prison, he brought a circus to you know, to the team that got him to the eagles and you know what happened when he proved hey look i can contribute to the team their circus went away went away real quick yeah, fuck the, but Tebow is not fuck them do dogs that. you can throw touchdowns fuck them dogs <laughs> you know as sad as it is that's that's what happened when when it Vic is. showed okay look i am here to play i'm here to contribute to the team i'm here to make amends for for previous mistakes it went away tebow he he's not going to play and if he is it's going to be bad it's going to be embarrassing and it's just going to make it worse and, and during, I, I know you keep bringing it up, you could have had a better backup tight end for the mm-hmm. same price without all the crap that goes along with it. And he, exactly. and he didn't because he wanted to bring his boy in because it's always been his dream to play for Jacksonville. We know it's always been my dream to dunk in the NBA and that shit ain't going to happen either. <laughs> 
Exactly. Always been my dream to play for Jacksonville. You had several years to try out for them. Absolutely. And then you just knew that, you you just knew you had a guaranteed roster spot this time. Exactly. And then on top yeah. of that, he had a chance to come to Jacksonville, but he chose to go to the Jets. If if that was the case, so is what does it say oh, about Jacksonville? I mean, Urban Meyer looks scared. Yeah. He comes in questioning the free agent process. You know, mm-hmm. he he has problems with the draft. He brings in Tebow. He looks fucking like confused. It's not good. It's not a good look. The, no, the no, front office. They look, and now he's obviously put a rift in the front office. There is yeah. a, there's a line. Somebody, they drew a line by doing this. And, 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 and probably in the locker room too. Like yeah, it, it has to oh, be. definitely in the locker room. Yeah, definitely in, in the locker room because now reports have started to come out to where when uh, Urban Meyer first um, hired the strength coach, <laughs> people were like, wait a minute, ain't this the same dude that don't like people who look like me? Oh, no, 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 that's not it. And then all of a sudden they start growing traction and then they had to, they pretty much had to twist his arm to talk to the guy to let the guy so the guy to make a decision to not even come accept the job with Jacksonville. Other than that, what I'm reading from the site, Urban Meyer wasn't gonna do anything. He was like, Well, you know, it'll blow over. And it's like if that's the mentality you have, you're not gonna last on coaching in the NFL because it's not college. Oh. These dudes will come to your face, tell you what they're not gonna do and what you're not gonna make them do. It's it's it's, it's a totally different game. Ask Nick Saban. And you know, Tebow can't rah rah sis boo ba his way out of this either, by the way. He's not gonna be able to give you that fifth grade like uh T ball coach guy like speech. It's not gonna work. No, yeah. you know it, it is very weird that a coach from college transitions to the NFL and is successful. Pete I Carroll. can think of one. Pete Carroll is the only one I can think of. Nick I'm Saban. sure there's been others. Like Nick Saban was a, a total failure. Bobby, Bobby Petrino, Petrino was total pathetic. Failure. I know there's more Steve Spurrier. They're absolutely terrible. I mean, Jimmy, all, Jimmy Johnson. History. Jimmy yeah, Johnson. Jimmy, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's only two. Jimmy. He's only two. That I can think of. I can't think. Of, I'm, I'm thinking hard and I just can't think of. Barry Switzer inherited Jimmy Johnson's team and they did not do well after that. So I can't even, I don't even want to put him on that list to be honest with you. Yeah. Like Jim Harbaugh did so well, he went back to college good for you <laughs> okay so so answer me this would the jaguars be better off having harbaugh than than urban meyer yes because at least harbaugh will listen to the players and will I, listen to the front office i hope we have regular listeners so they heard all this horse shit last week and now they're listening to this mm, mm, mm. my 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 yeah. seven days seven days and we go from like jacked up steroid jacksonville fan <laughs> Ooh, 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 ooh. And then, you like, we're, we're all the way down over here. Like, your I'll, belly, your belly's dragging. Nope. Like I said before, I, I just took the L. I'm like, look, you you can't justify this decision. You took it's the L. <laughs> you took the L like James took that W. That's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> and Dorian, Dorian, here's the thing. It's not just this decision. If right. this was the only thing I like, messed up that he had for personnel, okay, you know what? You brought your boy in. We get it. Whatever. He's probably never going to play any, anymore anyways. No big deal. But you're right. The strength and conditioning coach was a horrible racist, and you still brought him in anyway. Mm-hmm. The the draft was a, just a bomb. Didn't understand yeah. how, how it worked. Doesn't understand how free agency works. And now, right. and now he does this. I'm starting to wonder if, like, he's going to be so desperate to stay involved in, like, some way, shape, or form, be relevant that the end game is him announcing that he's actually agnostic. <laughs> like, eventually, it'll go all the way. But, like, sorry, guys, I'm agnostic, and that'll catch him. Like, the last 20 years of his life, it'll keep him in the papers. You duped yeah. everybody, sure did. My, but, I mean, my, my book. I, I honestly, I don't see him finishing two seasons in Jacksonville, especially yeah. at this rate. There's a real yeah. chance he doesn't make it. There's a real chance he doesn't make it out of camp. And there's a real... 
there's a real chance he could take up a roster spot of a guy that could contribute to your team throughout the year. It's terrible. Just tear. I don't like it. No, I, I don't see Urban making it two years. I don't see Tebow making it at a training camp. Yeah, this seemed like something the Cowboys would do when Dave Campo was coaching. <laughs> you know what? What this really is is when like Billy Crystal went out for spring training with the Mets. Everyone knew he wasn't going to make the roster. He was just there because that was his dream. But you know what? That was spring training. That's not real NFL football. Or like when Master P went out with the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was weird. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you hear about uh, J. Cole? He's going to play in the African League? Uh, uh, I mean, cool. Yeah. But for what? Just to play? Cool if you're just playing. But I don't know if that's the jump off to the, the pros that you're trying to head towards. Nah, he, I mean, J. Cole can ball, but he he's no NBA player. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's a D1 and maybe a D3. I don't, you know, he's, I mean, he's okay. There's a shit ton of people that can ball. Yeah, there's only a few that can ball at the D1 you know? level. Yeah. But what's funny is I you know, I heard an interview today. They were um, talking to some WNBA player about how with the, the NBA players, they can basically play one year and retire and be financially well off. The WNBA players have to play a full WNBA season. Even the stars get like a week or two off and then go overseas, play the season over there, and then come back. Oh, wow. This lady was saying that that she gets maybe a, a month off, two weeks here, two weeks there for the entire season. And it's constant work. And I'm thinking, okay, so wait a second. An NBA player can make so much money, they can retire after one year and be financially well off. And you've got professional WNBA players Literally working two jobs just to get by. But you know what? Equality. Yeah, I know. Right. I mean, the WNBA still generates sixty million dollars. Yeah. That's, that's a shit ton of money. But do they? No. Get, but did the female players get paid more overseas than here? Oh yeah, probably. Yep. They're valued more over there. We Most treat female players, athletes yeah. like Chinese treat women. Period. Like well, that's okay. We 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 treat athletes just in general horrible. I mean, I'm we not, the, the yeah, three oh, of us yeah. don't. But no, no, no. Like the Americans do though. Like, and I'm not. I'm not so good at watching. A lot of the female sports. I watch a lot of the female Olympic sports. I don't watch a whole lot of softball, but I like baseball in general. So I don't think that's like a fair. I watch. That's not a fair I, assessment. I but... do watch. I do watch the women's national team's soccer. They're amazing. They are absolutely fun yeah. to watch. Oh yeah, and and you know they they are. I think they're better than the men's national team. <laughs> to be one hundred percent honest with you. Yeah, if it wasn't for the physical difference, I'd put them on the field and see who could do what. <laughs> but I mean. I, I, I could see an exhibition men versus women and the women holding their own. Have you seen some of those guys that play on the defensive side for the Americans? They're yeah. Gigantic. They are gigantic. And who's there was a dude and I can't remember his name. It was a few years ago and I was playing with on FIFA. I used to play FIFA and he had an African last name. He played for the United States. He looked like a linebacker out there. And that was, it stood out to me because that's unusual in the soccer game in in, in soccer. The, he looked uh, like a linebacker. Guy? No, oh man, started with an O. Started with an O. It was an African last name. Yeah, the, the the difference between the women's national team and the men's national team is that the, the women's national team they they thrive together. There's a lot more teamwork with with their team. Whereas the men's national team, if you watch it, the passes aren't as crisp. You know, they, they they'll still score. Their strikers will still score. But it's just not as crisp. They're not as in sync as the women's national team. And BJ, back to your point, that's why they're more fun to watch because it's it's a world oiled machine. It is. They are really fun to watch. They move the ball. They're just fun to watch. Yeah. Are you looking for his name? Yeah, I'm trying to. I know. Um, I know the guy Jermaine Jones. He's big as shit. He's like 
what, 6'3", 225? And he was there. It sounds like probably a, the midfielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was their defensive midfielder. Jeez, it might have been 2014. Time flies, man. Yeah, well, you're looking back to when Tebow played his last game. That warmed my heart. BJ, you mentioned to me why we needed a whiteboard for, for this podcast, even though a lot of listeners can't see it. What we need to is just keep track of how many digs we take at Dorian. Yeah, but those really big boards are like 40 bucks. I didn't really want to spend the money on that. It's like a whole wall of whiteboard. And I don't feel like spending that much money on markers either. That's expensive. <laughs> and blow them quickly. Jeez. I mean, look, I mean, like I said, I'm going to take the L, especially, you know, it's bad when, when you got a Lions fan coming at your ass. You can't, you, you can't say Lions shit. You, more, you can't yeah, you say can't shit. Say you right, can't say exactly. shit, Adam. You have I, to I know, eat it. I can't say anything. You have I to eat it. <laughs> because the, the Lions are making better sound decisions than what we are. So I'd be like, you know what? Don't even right. talk to him. Don't talk to him right now. <laughs> I, I tried to tell you last week, I tried to bring you back, tried to do the friend thing, kind of talk you down. And nope, nope, you didn't have it. Wouldn't have any of it. Didn't, didn't want to listen to a word. I said it was like it's like we're married, but no. Oguchi Oguchi Anewu, six yeah, four two ten. That's a big soccer player. Sorry, it took me twenty minutes to get there, but I got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like our conversations. Well, eventually we'll get there. Yeah, we will. Dorian Hush, Adam was talking. <laughs> If it's not about football, I can say something. If it's about football, I can't say shit. No, you're still a Jaguars fan. He's still a Lions fan. He's got priority over you now. <laughs> at least, at least for today. So. Oh no! I mean, I mean, oh no! Rid of T- oh no! Until you do something more moronic than him. <laughs> unless you hire, okay. unless you hire Wayne Fonts again or something. I, I'm sure one of our assistant coaches will be caught naked in a drive-through again. And shit, y'all probably hired Jim Caldwell and fire him again. <laughs> damn i mean damn, we could have had jim Caldwell's coach bro like i'm evaluating every decision that shot well, card has made well, you, you you guarantee if you had jim Caldwell as a head coach you wouldn't be taking this beating i know no. <laughs> i know I, I hope he finds another coaching job head coaching job you know for as much of a cardboard cutout as he was when he was on the on the detroit side like as he showed no emotion whatsoever they were competent they they were competent when he was there they made the the playoffs two years he doesn't have to show emotion he needs to be an effective leader and an effective manager of people's time yeah like i mean that's what he needs to be and he he was a decent coach is a decent coach it's tough to see him not get another shot especially with some of the riffraff coming around yeah i mean and when you see a guy like him he's a proven coach a proven commodity you know on the sideline and a dipshit like Urban Meyer gets pr- pretty much full control of the team. Yeah. It makes you wonder why. He said dipshit. No, he is dipshit. <laughs> I'm agreeing. He's, dipshit. He's right. He, he is. Let me ask you this. How'd that, di- how'd that dipshit wind up whipping on Michigan for a few years? When you pay your players and you get five-star recruits over four-star recruits, you can out-talent people. Y'all need to up your pay. Well, that's the problem. We the Michigan pretends they have morals. Oh, no. Y'all are cheap, not moral. <laughs> <laughs> let's get that right let's get that everybody's getting something they might not pay all their players like alabama does but they're playing paying some of them and Mich- michigan wants to be all high and mighty and hey you know we we don't cheat like everyone else yet we'll let a serial rapist kind of run run amok in our in medical staff it's all good whatever Jeez. so tell me get this guys what's what's gonna happen this aaron Rodgers? yes i called it when it happened and y'all laughed at me i think he's gonna retire because they 
they they, they can't trade him. Why not? Yeah. Well, they're not going to get anything back for him. Huh? Because essentially, essentially, he'd be a rental. The, the two, team that like he's going two to two years, and there's a few teams in the league and, that you could plug him right into and be in the the conference championship game. But what you'd have to give up for him yeah. would not allow you to be as successful as you think you could be. Shit. For somebody like the Falcons or the Broncos who are desperate for success, like the Falcons to get rid of Matt Ryan and replace him with Aaron Rodgers and keep that keep Julio but, around. But it's sure. not going to be a straight up trade. You know, so you're you were talking about trading Matt Ryan for Yeah, Aaron no, you're going to have to get rid of draft picks for sure. You're going to have to give up two yeah. first rounders minimum plus a defensive player yeah. probably. And it'd be worth it to a shitty franchise that has no prestige to get that Super Bowl. Would you want to go to the Falcons knowing that they're Fuck no. There? But Fuck you know no. what? It, it doesn't matter. These players do not have a say. But, but at that the end of the day, to retire though, you think? It, there yeah. you go. Yeah. But you know, at, at the end of the day, unless it's uh, specific in your contract that you had no trade clause, if you unless you have one of those, which I don't think Aaron Rodgers does, you'll go wherever the team tells you you're going. It is kind of shitty that after all this time though that he gave to the franchise, you can't say, all right, man, you know, whatever, we'll let you go. Well, let's do what you undo. I mean, because y'all had your chance with them. You chose not to draft anybody to help them on offense, and now you're reaping the what you sow. And then on top of and, that, and then going, you know, you go ahead. No, no, I was saying. And then on top of that, they have to think of too if they're if they're losing Aaron Rodgers. You got Devontae Adams. He has two years left on his contract. I'm pretty sure he's not going to want to go back to uh, Green Bay if he doesn't have anyone competent to throw to him. Because I don't think Jordan loves the answer. I'm, I, I, well, if you guys think so, I, I don't think so. He's the answer to the question of who forced Aaron Rodgers out. But then he's not his I mean, I mean, they did draft him. It's not like he said, "Hey, pick me." He was like, "Oh shit!" I'm sure he was shocked when they when they chose him. Oh, it, 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 just like Tebow, I don't blame Jordan Love for the situation. If someone comes to me and say, "Hey, you want a contract?" Yeah. If I was Jordan so, Love, I'd be thinking he doesn't even talk to his family. I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm about to call Brett Favre to get help, but that's you know I see Rogers retiring or at least sitting out until they figure out what to do with him and Love just sucking because you're right he's never had a a, you know first string snap in practice because why would he he's been there for at least a year and he's just and no one's gonna want him there everyone's gonna want Aaron because frankly who wouldn't and then on top of that too now I I, go ahead no I was saying and then you have some talent evaluators saying that if Jordan Love would have came out in this draft that. Right now, they have like every quarterback taken before him, even Kellen Mond, which I think Kellen Mond is going to be a beast, by the way. We will talk about that later. But they said that like every quarterback would be taken before Jordan Love. He who had been at least fourth round. I don't I don't agree with that. I mean, he he did have talent. I don't think he's got first round talent, but I think he had like second or third round talent. I don't think he's better than Kellen Mond. I think he needed better weapons in college. And mm-hmm. I think Mond needed a better coach than someone, but that's just me. You got to feel like a first rate idiot for pulling the trigger on last year's draft or the, the Jordan Love's draft to draft a quarterback instead of waiting a couple of years. Like, you still had Rodgers, and he'd been relatively pretty healthy most time. Yeah, just, it, that tells me that there there was already rumblings that Rodgers wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. The fact that they drafted Love when they did tells me that they kind of knew that Rodgers was was looking to get out, and he was already unhappy, and we need, they needed the draft replacement. Now, that doesn't mean you have to draft replacement in the first round, but you need you need they needed to, to get his replacement in there. That sent a message right there. Yeah. I like, mean, they oh. could have brought in Josh Rosen for all care and been Ugh. perfectly fine. <laughs> You've gone too far. Josh Rosen. Why'd you bring that name up? Well, you know, if we're going to just bring up shitty quarterbacks from the past, might as well just go all the way. Oh, don't be brought up Scott Mitchell, though. <laughs>
<laughs> no, that's an answer to, to a trivia question. <laughs> Rodney Pete. <laughs> Andre Ware. Mm, solid. Better announcer than quarterback. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Now, the, here's the funny thing about Andre Ware is his draft. There was one person that said he was the best quarterback they'd, they'd seen in a decade. Do you know Mel who Kiper. that person was? Mel Kiper yeah. Jr. <laughs> yep. <laughs> without, a, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> As soon as you said it, I was like, well, that sounds stupid. Who would say, ah. <laughs> now, I, I don't know if it's true because you know how the rumor mill works, but there is a rumor that Kuiper is really, really good friends with a lot of, t- of agents. And a, a lot of the draft picks he talks up are clients of these agents. Oh, and he, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that really oh, Because like the, that. didn't he call Pat Mahomes a bus? Yep. When he came out? He, um, he said he could get, he maybe, maybe. He could on the ball. Yeah. Like so, they did that, so he dropped down in the draft. That's nice. Well, yeah, he Go called. He team. called Pat Mahomes. A, he called Pat Mahomes a bust. He said that he would retire if Jimmy Clausen was a bust. Yet he's still making picks. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I, I wonder if Mel. I wonder if Mel Kiper said that Charlie Ward was going to be a great point guard when he came out. <laughs> hey, kid's got a real future basketball. <laughs> hey, you know, speaking of the Knicks, they are playing the the first. This is the first time they played the Lakers, and it had to be meaningful for both teams. Since Shaq rubbed his nuts all over Chris Dudley's face, oh, yeah. <laughs> chest and body and everything, everything, then pushed him. Nuts then pushed face him. And pushed Get him. off me! <laughs> That's classic. Get off me, little bitch. That's classic. It is classic. It's it, great. What did Chris Dudley do? Take the ball and throw it towards him, not at him. He <laughs> no, hit, no he, hit him in the, he hit him in the butt. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Got you can see. I saw the camera angle. He hit him. I, you got to give him credit. Yeah, Every, everybody saw that punch he threw at Chuck. And if Chuck hadn't <laughs> Chuck had uh, ducked that punch. I don't know if he'd be able to form half the sentences he can form now. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, you know you gotta, uh, you know, uh, they the, the team just suck, Chuck. I mean, Chuck, they just suck, Chuck. They I'm fine suck. with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> and what's what's shitty is he's one of the he's one of the top ten analysts out there right now for basketball. That's crazy. That's crazy. <sighs> That's crazy. So yeah, so yeah, so the Knicks are. Um, is it safe to say that they're legit team to at least get to the second round? Julius Randle looks as like of, everything he's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing with the Knicks. As of right now, and things could, are going to change in the next week or so, but they're supposed to play the Hawks in the first round. Okay. And as much as I don't like Trey Young, and I still still don't, I don't know if the Knicks have enough scoring to keep up with the Hawks. Mm. Now, if yeah. if they ugly it up the series and can you know can kind of bring bring the scoring down, then maybe. And if so, they've got a good chance of actually getting to the, the conference finals because I think they got a good chance of taking Philly down. But I don't, I don't know if they can get out of the first round against against the Hawks. I just I don't know if they can score enough. Now, if Miami jumps up to number five, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. Oh well. I know that the Celtics are screwed because uh, Jalen Brown is out for season. So, well, and they were screwed before be, before yeah. he got hurt. I mean, they, their season was just so chaotic and then so fucked up. And that just I am watching the Heat and Celtics as we speak, and it's not going well. They're down by seventeen with ten no. minutes left. Well, you yeah. kind of knew that was going to happen, right? Oh, why can't <laughs> Evan Fournier should just step up and drop buckets? Like I figured that's just what would happen. No, because he wasn't no. any good with the Magic either. Exactly. <laughs> he's like a I haven't said it in a few weeks. He's like a big lots Ginobili. I think he's giving yeah. Him 
on them. Yeah. Get your dopey. <laughs> yeah. I don't... Big lots. Big lots. <laughs> even, not not, even not Walmart brand. Like not look, Maker's not, Mark. Not Walmart, Walmart. Not Maker's okay. Mark. We're no. talking about big lots. Big like lots. if you looked at them across from the parking lot, you'd be like, hey, it might be Ginobili. And then you get up close, you're like, nah, nah, that ain't Ginobili. Man, I see a family dollar Ginobili, bro. Golly. <laughs> because, Jeez, no matter all plastic. Is it me? But it's like, I, I he can't, it's he was if uh, Fournier can't even get off of a screen. It's like, dude, you can't like rub <laughs> off the pick guy to get open. Like, so he can't even get open anymore. I don't know. Maybe either Vooch can set great picks or I don't know what it is, but it seems with the Celtics, he can't even get open anymore. Mm, good point. How much of that was he, he just don't, he doesn't care anymore. Now that he's just out of Orlando, he's out of the mess that's down here. He's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm I, done. He's probably let yeah. so much tension out of his body in the past couple of weeks. That he, he might not have any like motivation left. He might just be and, oh, I'm so glad I'm out of Orlando. There's more than like three different restaurants. This is nice. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Could it be COVID? Because remember when he went to Boston, yeah. he was diagnosed with COVID. Yeah, he said he wasn't feeling too and good. We, yeah, yeah, and and we've seen we've seen what it ha- what happens with Jalen Brown. He's yeah. still recovering from COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's, it's tough to say, but I would think so. Yeah, that uh, if you have a, a lung disease or a lung problem, and then your whole life relies on you running, it's going to be an issue for a while. I mean, it's it's like the, the drummer from Def Leppard going, um, "I'm a drummer, and I've just lost my arm. What do I do?" He he, he uh, drummed with one arm. Pretty decently. Yeah, he did for what was five or six years after that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he was still touring as long as they're touring. And I think he's out there with them. You might be right. Uh, that, that's pretty metal. You know, I'm going to go out there with one arm and, and be a drummer. Yeah. Oh, can, looking back, can we classify Des- Def Leppard as metal? That's I don't whole, see why not. That's a whole nother show. Well, I mean, other <laughs> other other than the amount of hairspray they used in the, in, the tight, in the tight pants, I don't know if that's all metal. They are they are like a walking ozone hole. So yeah, and like they'd be put keeping lululemon in business if it was uh invented back then i don't yeah. know is that, is that metal and then you listen to the music now and you're like that's roughly happy for metal yeah i mean i wouldn't I, okay so like metallica and anthrax and thrasher that, yeah. that's definitely that's definitely metal yeah I, not photograph no well pour some sugar on me is metal <laughs> fair enough yeah i mean that's like that's yeah. pop that's like in sync yeah. shit we're talking yeah, about yeah that, that's that that's you're it's getting like, close to cherry pie with it yeah, lipstick might be metal, but I don't know if red lipstick's metal. This is getting weird. <laughs> is getting weird. Man, I'm telling you, if you grew up watching MTV in the in the eighties, geez, it just it just made no sense. You see Def Leppard come on, they all look like girls. You see Boy George come on, they all look like girls. Then you, you see, see the Beastie it. Boys come on, you're like, holy shit, these guys are crazy. Damn, mm. good good stuff. Geez, man. look up those eighties music videos. They're good for you. It's it's a good giggle. Hey, but I, I'll say this: the nineties had the best music of all time across all genres our parents said that our older siblings said that shit that what that the 90s like, were the best yes i mean i no, agree with that, that the 80s were the best and the 70s were the best and the 60s were the best and i'll tell you one thing right now you got to go through a whole hell of a lot to beat classic rock well this is true but he, here's the thing w- with the 90s and i know we're going to go completely off, off Dorian, sports, but Dorian's, like, Dorian's like what <laughs> so Man, i'm here but, but with with the 90s music because you had so many different genres you had hip-hop and rap coming into their own which you didn't have back in back in the day you had rock with the grunge band yeah no all that's cool but none of them had freddie mercury well that is true I mean, yeah so <laughs> so like well there's kurt cobain do they yeah cool no hell no 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 freddie's up there in michael territory freddie was an entertainer yeah. you could get rid of the band and freddie would still make you do something gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, like okay, Freddie. Like, have you ever watched actual... any live Queen, Dorian? Like, seriously? Oh no, yeah, watch watch Live Aid. 
He yeah. owned that crowd. He did. He, he put them on a string. And then the band, yeah. I mean, that's some of the better musicians in rock is Brian May and the guys from Queens. So like, mm-hmm. that's just a great, it's a great combination. I'm just glad I was lucky enough to hear some of it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah Adam's what, right. What? That, that Live Aid concert is obnoxious. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And watching Axl Rose try to be Freddie Mercury, he was good, but he wasn't oh, Freddie territory. Boy, are you talking about at the uh, the tribute concert after he passed away? No, I'm just talking just went in his prime. Have you seen not. the tribute concert after he passed away? I don't think I have. Oh, you have not? No, I have not. Now I know no. what I need to, to you pick. Oh, tomorrow. Adam. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Metallica did a song. Uh, Robert Plant and uh, Led Zeppelin came out and did some stuff. What, what uh, year was this? El- oh, 92 is right after he passed away as a benefit yeah, concert 90- for yeah. HIV. It was. Oh my God! George George Michael came out there and belted out. You know George George Michael's got the yeah. voice. He yeah. just destroyed a song like it. It'll give you goosebumps to listen to it. You're like, how did they get these people in one place? And they were all perfect. And nobody cried while they were singing, which was crazy. And Queen yeah, was the backup band for the whole time. Like Queen was the wow. backup band for Robert Plant. Queen was the backup band for George Michael. Like it was awesome. It is an absolute awesome concert. Highly recommended you watch that. Goosebumps, I say. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. Classic rock. Tough to beat. Real tough to beat. And you can even go on like the hangers on like ACDC. Like they're like a second See, I, classic rock. Yeah, they're yeah, they're they're second. They're just a second tier band because they have one song they just repeat and put in different lyrics. It's the same beat throughout their entire catalog. Yeah, whatever. How lucky were they to come across a guy that sounded remotely like their lead singer that died? That's crazy. Especially back in the day with no internet, so it's not like they could just put yes. on Twitter like, "Hey, I need a guy yeah. that sounds like Bon Scott." No, that's not what yeah. happened. They got real lucky. How did uh, uh, um, how did he pass away? Uh, I believe he is fixated on his own vomit being drunk in a car outside of a bar. That sounds about right. Oh. That sounds about right. That's a hell of a way to go. Like he threw up while his head was back or something and drowned in his own puke. Yeah, he hmm. drunk a lot. Boy, those some of those bands, man. Some of those musicians can put it down. Just the stories oh, yeah. you hear. Holy crap! Yeah, listen to the stories geez. of uh, of the Oz. And Montley Crew tour when they went together. Together? Together. Like, I bet it was like little nuclear bombs after they left places. <laughs> Is that the tour to where they said Ozzy Osbourne was biting the heads of mice and bats? No, okay. Oh. So the, the 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 bat thing was a fan threw a a bat on stage. He thought it was a fake bat. It was a real bat. But no, the tour when he toured with Montley Crew was when Nikki Six was snorting ants because they ran out of cocaine. That'll keep you up all night. Jeez. <laughs> Why do my lungs itch? You got a colony, Nikki. <laughs> Jeez. Damn. Um, there was also there's a bird thing where he bet the head off a bird, but he did that in, in a meeting with record executives. That's crazy. I love Ozzy. That's great. You took a bird out, bit his head off. Yeah, and, and what is what is Ozzy today? He's a walking anti-drug ad. <laughs> hey. He had his whole career on the line in that meeting, and he's like, fuck it, I'm biting the head off this bird. <laughs> That's my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's my kind of guy cocaine or not that's my kind of guy <laughs> like, i don't give a shit watch this <laughs> must be really fucking hungry and then i think the guys from is this a motley crew story they used to have the roadies pick the girls out of the crowd you know give them a wink and then the roadies yeah i think i think that was yeah that sounds like something take, tommy lee would do they would take baloney and throw it on their ass and whoever the baloney stuck to that's who the guy would sleep with <laughs> well and, and, if I, yes. and if i remember right <laughs> From the story, the roadies would get bonuses if they ended up sleeping with the girls they picked. Well, if I'm a roadie, I'm doing real work. I'm like, hey, what's up, girls? <laughs> I'm increasing my chances. I'm picking all the cuties out. I'm just increasing my chances. Trying to get paid, girls. Good luck. <laughs> Hope you like cold cut. <laughs>
Yeah, uh, Oscar Mayer, I need the biggest bologna you got. Yeah, so I'm going to take two up. Yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> We're going down south. I need bigger bologna. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, BJ, man, hey, all right, you get the other end. We we gonna toss it on, right? <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, a, I'd be a multimillionaire off of that. I'd be like, check this bonus out. <laughs> bonus is ridiculous. Wow. Oh, there's man. some great stories that come out of there. I used to like watch uh, behind the music and stuff. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It was uh, cool. was good yeah. stuff. But it all wound up being the same. People come from nowhere, get famous, get high, get drunk, stop talking to each other, do a reunion tour. <laughs> So I just I just described all of them for you guys. It, it, you can just watch your favorite bands to get the specifics. So I basically, the, the Brooklyn Nets, but with but with you know, basketball and not music. Yeah, pretty much. Damn Brooklyn Nets. So out of all the major sports figures, right? Who would you say party just as hard as your average rock star? Besides Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is a no-brainer, but anyone outside of that in, in, in any other sport? Um, LT. But I think LT is up there because that, that, that man could, could party. Now, I don't know if he remembers half the parties, but that's the point. Yeah. There was a guy for the Green Bay Packers in the 60s that caught a game-winning touchdown after being out drinking all night. That was Max yeah. McGee, and it wasn't the game-winning touchdown. He was, the, he was, I believe, the Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl One. Yeah, like three Super Bowl. He was three so, yeah. Yeah, he was so drunk, he didn't know what to do because he didn't think he'd play. And when the coach put him in there, he's like, Coach, I'm seeing like three footballs. Okay, just catch the one in the middle. Catch the middle one. <laughs> oh, so that, that's that's pretty awesome. Charles Barkley would drink a little bit and throw yeah. you through a window. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard um, stories of Jose Canseco. They said he was... Well, that uh, was just roid rage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still awkward at best. Yeah. Still awkward. Well, so is Alex Rodriguez, and yeah, he's still on the news. We got to watch out talking about these D-listers. They might actually find us and mess us up. <laughs> uh, who else? There was uh, there was another. Um, yeah, I heard stories of Magic Johnson. They said Magic Johnson was, um, he partied hard. Well, obviously. well, how do you think he got HIV? Right. <laughs> Golly. Right. Right. <sighs> um, Just swinging the true stick tonight. <laughs> I'm just <saying. laughs> They were like, well, no, I'm not gonna say that, but I'll say this. They said that um, <laughs> he's centering himself today. So uh, yeah, I have to because I don't. Again, cuss, we don't cuss know me who out last him. week. Cuss me out last week. Now you want to censor yourself? <laughs> oh man, that was chunk change, man. We were just fooling around. But no, in this in this case, like they it was said, locker Matt room Johnson, talk. Yeah, locker room now, talk now after they signed Tebow, we're just fooling around. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was <laughs> fooling around last week. Yo, come on, man. We know how to get down. But like I was saying, they said like at Magic Johnson parties, like he. He would be so out of it in his mind a hole is a hole i'll just say that <laughs> and i'm like that's crazy but many people even ex-bodyguards wait a minute i don't know about you but if you're implying a hole is a hole you're taking off all restrictions of the hole god <laughs> <laughs> wow! So you're Dude, talking about? I would see if I can any, find that into any of the five possible holes is what you're talking about. God, like, doesn't matter who it was. Does it? They said. What like, is your source? Parties. What is your source? It was actually a um. It was his uh best. Uh, what was the guy name? I'm I'm gonna look for it. I and hope my name's not in any paperwork, so you're the only one that gets in trouble for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, look, I mean, if somebody else hey, is saying, I'm just any, repeating what somebody anybody's, said. Anybody's listening, I did not sign anything. <laughs> so, I mean, if it's already out there, we just talk about what, what well, we it, saw. It, well, if you're going to go on rumors and innuendo of what's out there, then no one be 
to Wilt. Yeah, but no, Wilt, Wilt didn't say a hole's a hole, though. This is true. <laughs> Wilt said he slept with 20,000 women, not 20,000 humans. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in this day and age, I mean, I guess to the, most people it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, I don't know if the show <laughs> is a blast your sexuality show. I don't know if we have the legal team for that. I don't know. <laughs> This again, allegedly, we're repeating with ourselves. <laughs> there's the allegedly. Um, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, that's the thing about blasting somebody's sexuality. There's a lot of things you can talk about. You start talking about that, you can see a lawyer real quick. Yep, that's why I don't talk about Dwight Howard that much. Oh, <laughs> allegedly, all, all, all kinds of questions. You mean his baby mama? No, uh, he's, he's talking about the other thing. <laughs> allegedly, you better not say thing. <laughs> <laughs> Again, allegedly. Um, all right, so uh let me change the subject here. <laughs> so uh the Phoenix Suns, yeah, Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Word of the week <laughs> litigation. <laughs> Why'd you guys change the name of your podcast? Well funny story told, behind that. Court, court told us to. <laughs> Again, everything is alleged. Can you get a public defender for this? <laughs> so the Phoenix the Phoenix Suns, as of right now, are number two in the West. Okay. Assuming all goes according to plan, then they would play the Lakers in the first round. Ooh. And yeah, a, a banged up LeBron, a, a Dave, a Anthony Davis who can turn it on, turn it off against a motivated Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden. Eh, I don't that, know if the solid. Suns are equipped to beat the refs. Yeah. And, and and this is assuming, this is assuming that a banged up LeBron and Anthony Davis can beat Steph Curry in a one game for the seventh seed. Well, unfortunately, they're Ooh. only playing Steph Curry. I would like to see the the Warriors come out of that situation for sure. I would too. Yeah, I I know, I know the NBA was hoping that New Orleans would sw- would kind of swoop into that ten seed, and then they would beat Memphis, and then do who, whoever lost that Lakers Golden State game would play Zion. That's what they were hoping for, and that's not going to happen because the, the Pelicans aren't going to make the playoffs. No, and Zion's banged up anyway. Yeah. Yep. You sit out a little bit. He's been sitting out a little bit. Well, I, I think at this point, I, he must have did it to himself. Um, well, I know uh, the the GM of the Pelicans. I know he got fined for saying that the refs allow other players to like pretty much beat the shit out of him, and he thinks that. that okay, and then Shaq him. enters the chat and beats his ass. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, Shaq. Shaq. Um, Shaq gets slapped a lot. Shaq gets. Shaq could get slapped so hard you could hear it during the game, like you just hear a crack right through the mic. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Then people are always trying to punch people. He's sick and slapped all year. He should punch one person a year. He might have been close to that average. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's not on his team, Scott Skiles. Hey, you gotta respect Scott Skiles for not giving a damn, being right in the mix. Scott Skiles crazy, man. I've I've seen him when he uh who was it? I think he was with the not the match. I think wasn't he with the Grizzlies? He played the season with the Grizzlies, I think. And like every year, it seems that Scott Skiles is as a player, he's getting into somebody. Like so, it's somebody he's trying to fight, or he has some type of scuffle, man. Well, the the thing with Skiles, he you know he was talented, but he wasn't like super talented. So he knew that he had to just give it his all every single time down the court. And you know, if he didn't, he he'd be one off the court. So you know, it was hard. He'd be up in you. He would do what, whatever he could. And some guys just don't play like that. But for some reason, he never played that way against John Stock. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. So you know, ESPN today was talking about Russell Westbrook and where he falls in the the pantheon of of great point guards. So I, I think I sent you guys this picture. The, I'm bringing up the stupid picture right now so we can talk about Yeah, it. the dumbass picture. So I believe 
the number one top point guards of all time was number one was Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Number two was Isaiah Thomas. Three was Curry. Four was Westbrook, and five was Chris Paul. If I remember right, BJ, I know you're pulling it up now. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. That's the order. And, and my thing is, is there was no John Stockton there. There was no Bob Cousy there. Havlicek. There was no there was no Havlicek. There was no Pete Maravich. Like basketball existed before Magic Johnson was in the league. Jason Kidd. Yeah, no, no, no Jason Kidd. And I'm just like, you guys really have no idea what the hell is going on. And and you've got and you're talking to people who have less clue than you who will just repeat your shit. I told Adam, I feel like it's just them trying to keep the relevance with the younger crowd, so they throw young names and lists like that to keep them engaged. I, I, I mean, it, if you if you want to say Westbrook is this top five point guard of all time, there is an argument for that. Yeah. But but with the names that we, we've listed, there's not an argument for Chris Paul. Chris Paul's great, yeah. probably top ten point guard of all time. I don't think he's better than Maravich. I sure as hell don't think he's better than Kidd or Stockton. Mm. You know, and 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 if you include John, you know, Magic in there, that's top. That's four right there. Mm. So Mm-mm. was Oscar Robson on that list? Not on the list that ESPN shared. Mm. And he Charlie. is, and he, and before Westbrook, he was number one for his triple doubles right, as a point guard. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Garbage. That's Garbage crazy. list. That's like that. ESPN they always come up with those bullshit ass list just like the list remember the the greatest college football players of all time and oh that, that didn't like include anybody yeah 30 people that could have been on that list over the people they chose like you said so yeah it's yeah. just clickbait they're just trying to tie into the younger audience and then start to talk with them because we're getting older and caring less and the people that are older than us probably don't even pay attention to them anymore. well i think they're just hoping that the people that listen don't know that basketball existed before 2000 and you know because you can't have a list without that, that without magic johnson but other than that it was all recent players and, and yeah. so and dorian here's the list of, of the top top triple doubles okay one is westbrook with 182 two is oscar with 181 number three is magic 138 number four is jason kidd with 107 that's it that's the list of those that have 100 triple doubles ever he's amazing i love russell i hate when people talk yeah. shit about him it's like uh, how many other guys give out this kind of effort consistently yeah. For four quarters every night. Mm-hmm. I, I guess my question is, why hasn't Westbrook won more titles? And by more, I mean more than zero. Well, I mean, they broke up the team that was going to do it. Harden, Harden and West, uh, Westbrook and Durant were on the verge of being unstoppable. They were just young. Yeah. They got their they got their little the butt smacked against the Heat, and they didn't get their, their comeback. I don't know. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Is, is that Presty trying to be smarter than their room and failing? Is that just... I think that in that small market team, they knew they were going to be able to afford all three of those guys. But I read that James Harden was willing to take a bit of a pay cut to stay. Yeah, but a bit of a pay cut to pay those three guys is not going to be enough to build a solid team. You have to count on all three of them taking a pay cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we've seen it. Like, when the Heat first got together, it was just those three guys, and it wasn't looking that great for a while until they started... Yeah, I remember their, their first year. Mike Miller came in and yeah, I, started to settle in. I think their first year, they started like seven and six or something. Yeah, because fine. you're right. It was the, the three of them, and then there was nothing. And it's mm-hmm. the way Brooklyn is now. It's it's Harden, it's it's Irving, it's Durant, and then it's a bunch of schlubs because there's nothing left. There's no money to go around. I mean, I, I still think that this book, uh, like the, the Brooklyn team, like I think they had more solid role players than the first year Heat team because you got Joe Harris. Uh, yeah, Blake Griffin looks better since he's been traded. Yeah, Blake. And uh, um, but I don't know for some reason, man. I'm thinking that out of the East, I'm thinking that uh, I'm thinking that Milwaukee may shock some people. I think that they're going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I and I, I don't know how that's a shock. Well, but because you got a lot of well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this because I think of like 
okay, you got New Jersey. The, the top three is what? New Jersey, Philly, and uh, the Bucks, right? So I remember one time we, we, we were talking, we were talking about Giannis, and we were like, if Giannis can hit a consistent 17-footer, they have a chance of coming out of the East. Because what happens when he, when he went against the Heat was they build a wall and say, oh, okay, shoot from the outside. And what we're seeing this year is he's starting to hit that 17-footer more consistently. And so so, so that's been one of the things about the uh, the actual Bucks. But if you look at Philly, with Philly, my opinion, I think Philly will go as far as Embiid can take. If Embiid is dominant, I don't see any anybody being Philly. But again, he takes those nights off. I don't know if it's if it's a conditioning thing or what. I don't know if Doc can coach him hard enough to be able to push him to that threshold. I mean, look, old old veteran pros had to talk shit to him to get him motivated. It took Doc Rivers to get him motivated. He's not a naturally motivated person. He's just huge. And he has skills. But I don't mm-hmm. think he's got that Kobe, Michael Jordan, everybody pre-1998 killer instinct. Like, you got to want to hurt people every night. I'm not talking That's about it. physically, like, beat him up. But I'm talking about, like, when I play basketball, I'm not that great. But I try to make the other guy not want to guard me i want to make him when he looks at me coming down the court i want him to be like shit you know what i mean like i think that's what Embiid has to do is be that guy that when you come down the court this guy doesn't want to touch you he doesn't want you backing down on him he doesn't want you facing up you just, he can make people uncomfortable every night I, I don't know if he doesn't realize it or just doesn't have it in him and i think mb kind of embodies what people believe the culture is now is you have all this supreme talent you just don't have the motivation to turn it on every single night right and in beat i think it truth serum i think he'd rather be on social media than on the basketball court so do you think he suffers from what dwight uh yeah dwight yeah yeah i'm telling you when like what made michael michael was his brother's kicking his ass in the backyard (laughs) who kicked who kicked dwight's ass nobody too damn big who kicked Embiid's ass nobody too damn big you gotta get your ass kicked sometimes well and and how much of that is these guys don't stay in college that long (laughs) they don't play against the competition that's actually competitive constant teams full of juniors yeah where they aren't making mistakes and you got to be perfect and you got to i don't know it's just it's tough to watch basketball right now well and, and we've been saying that for a while it's just number one it's just a three-point shooting contest and I mean, the, the team here just can't shoot with a damn but other than that it's just it's not pretty at all no it basketball has turned into the reason i stopped playing basketball the why it's like everybody yeah. watched the point guard dribble and shoot. I don't yeah. care about that shit. I used to like watching, but you know, I hated them when they were here and I used to talk shit about them constantly. I miss the Spurs. I miss the Spurs. Well, and that, that basketball yeah, was and so that, fun to watch. Oh, that series that they played against the Heat when they just beat the crap, crap on them in the finals. That was oh, a beautiful. thing of beauty. Yeah. They were not even the most talented team on that court and they looked like yeah. it. Never no. Been. Yeah. And yeah. they didn't need to be. Danny but, Green was like the second coming of like the best greatest three-point shooter ever like every time he was open like and 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 the thing that i was i I was just explaining this to uh to a young kid i was like if you go and you watch the spurs from let's say 1998 all the way to like 2000 what 14 right The, the the thing that's been so special about the spurs is that they know how to work the baseline and they know how to come off of picks and it's just constant ball movement. If you go to that series when they demolished the heat, you can count how many times Danny Green was wide open at the three-point line and it was like the heat didn't have no answer. It was like, dude, like all this fucking rotating of the ball, we don't know where to go and it's just a bam, bang, bang, that's all you heard. It sounds simple, but I don't know if people realize it. Five basketball players will dominate five athletes 
every fucking game. Every single every time. fucking game. So you can every get a guy, time. you can get five guys that can't dunk, five guys that might not be able to shoot threes, and if they can execute, they will beat you every time. Every single and, time. And Doreen, you had you had to write about that series. It wasn't just that Dana Green was a was a great three-point shooter, is that he was a great open three-point shooter. And he moves without yeah. the ball. He yeah. knows how to be yeah. in gaps and in spaces to receive the passes. And that was the thing with the Spurs is they were a solid team. Mm-hmm. Yes, Duncan's going to be one of going to be remembered as one of the best players of all time. Ginobili, great player. Parker, great player. Maybe borderline Hall of Famers, possibly, but nowhere near the talent level that the Heat were. And it did not matter. Nowhere Ginobili, near the... Ginobili might get in just for being like the first really huge player from South America. Yeah. You know, just yeah. based on that alone. And then uh, Parker may be the best player from France ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so so um, those two guys might get on alone. Tim's getting in hands down if he hadn't already. Has he already? Well, he's not. he doesn't qualify yet. He's he a man one, on leak for one or two years. more years. Yeah, yeah, one or two more years, and yeah, and he'll be in first ballot. So yeah, I mean, you're looking at three Hall of Famers and probably three of the best basketball players we've ever laid eyes on, like true basketball yeah. players, a true point guard, a true slasher shooting guard, and one of the best big men, the last of the the great big men. Well, I mean, and, and Luke Luca's getting there, but he's not a traditional big man in in the sense. Yeah, we're that he's more of a LeBron. We're talking about a post player, the last of the great post player. What about Jokic. He's not great yet, though. I need him. I mean, he's he's awesome to watch, but like, what has he done? He needs a few more years to be in the league, stay healthy, and put some time up. He's fun to watch, and he's like a Arvidas Sabonis type for sure. That's who he wants to know. Yeah, but um, I just need more time from him. But we're talking about great people. We're talking about Ewing and Robinson and Olajuwon and Shaq, people that had a, a decade or, or more of success and domination. So, well, and and that's the difference is back when we were growing up, you had great players at every position. Yeah. And in traditional positions as well. Now you've got great players, but they're not at every position. You've got they're, great they're point guards. Positions. Yeah, point guards, shooting guards, and four small forwards. That's yeah, and it. that's pretty much it. A couple stretch fours. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you you've got you've got a good you know, a few good power forwards, a few good centers, but not really enough to build a league around. I I don't think I mean, Blake Griffin's a lottery pick anymore. If Blake Griffin was coming out no. this year, he wouldn't be a lottery pick. And well, Aaron Gordon, Dorian, Aaron Gordon would not go as high as he, he was. Aaron Gordon just does not fit in this league right now, unless he's on a well, team. Runs well. He, here's the sad thing, though. Dorian had a thing the other day. Was Dennis Rodman played the whole game, like three, 38 minutes, I think it was. Had 26, 27 rebounds, zero points. Love it. That was his game. I love it. He should be. He should be in the Hall of awesome. Fame. He would not play in today's league at all, and that's sad. Let me coach. He'll be out there fucking with everybody in the paint. You come in the paint, <laughs> agitation. Matter of fact, I might not even start him till the second half, so he can use all six fouls in the second half. <laughs> he's gonna wear. He's gonna wear whoever down whether it's the point guard yeah. to the center he's, he's playing all 24 down. minutes he's playing all 24 minutes second half okay. in a row consistently and i'm gonna put i'm gonna put cocaine and liquor at the end of the table for the <laughs> quarter like he's running towards cocaine and liquor the whole time yeah. um question guys so me um me and this other person was having a conversation at work and they were saying that and i was telling him i think if ray allen was playing in today's nba i think that he would hit it. He would have just as many three pointers as Steph Curry. One of those guys that spent the first mm. half of his career 
in the time where you didn't shoot that much. Right. And that's what I was telling the guy, right? But but the people don't know Ray Allen was a slasher. Yeah. 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 He started slashing. Right. Ray Allen was Ray Allen was battling out with Kobe and McGrady and doing stuff like that. Like yeah, dunking on people. people. Yeah, people forget that. Like he went to Chicago and turned himself into a spot up shooter. Right, right. And even Reggie Miller, because the thing about it, I said playing in the 90s with that hand check rule, you know, you it's hard to get you know around a screen. You got somebody grabbing on you. Like now Steph is able to come off those screens real easy because if you grab them, they're gonna call a foul. Back then, we know you, you come off the screen, you get grabbed, okay, fight your way through it and score, you know. It's and like and, and that was two of them. No, it's just like we were talking about the other week. You are not gonna run that baseline like you do nowadays. Some so one of those Eight. big men are gonna back into that back into out of bounds and bounce you into the stands or bounce you into the Absolutely. basketball goal. They're gonna let you run that baseline free. So the timings are gonna be all off. You're, you're not Absolutely. gonna be right where you are where you're supposed to be. You're not gonna be able to run it like an NFL offense where you can just throw the ball to a spot and somebody shows up. It's exactly. just not how it was. Like it, that's why it's so tough for me to for to watch this stuff. It's just like yeah. uh why is everybody running around so free? Why I don't need to see 150 point games. I really don't. I'd rather see like a solid hundred point game. Like, just... well, and that's what that's what's really funny is people talk about all the time. Oh, the game has changed so much; it's much more higher scoring. It is compared to the late '90s when the Knicks and the Heat were making the game ugly. But like when you if you look at the Showtime Laker, the, just that era, the the points per game it's about the same as it is now. Yeah, yeah, but it was it, the flow is completely different. Oh yes, the flow is completely different. Like their ball movement was an art, and ball movement is entertaining. Right. Ball movement is very underrated part of, of watching basketball. That's one of the most fascinating things is to watch five guys put move the ball in a half-court offense in a way that leaves the defense completely exposed to yeah. a corner three, a wing three, a, a post hook, something. You know what I mean? And now it's just like dribble, pick three, rebound, head the other way. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about the Warriors. I mean, had Durant not gone to Golden State and that they just kind of stayed with Clay, Curry, and Draymond, I think the league would have been better off because that core... The ball never stopped. Yeah. I mean, it, it was always find, find the open shot, find the open shot. You, you know, if you're not open, fine, find someone else. But when, when Durant went there, yes, they became a better team or a more talented team, but I think they became a worse team team if that makes sense yes they won the championship because they just out talented everyone else but the team aspect went away and it has not been seen since it's like the the ball stopped with him as soon as he gets the ball he's like okay shoot it say it say what you want to say he's a black hole they exist the black hole in the basketball court you throw the ball and some bitch disappears you never see it again (laughs) we've all played with guys like that too oh Oh my god God. man there's some people in leesburg right now that i want to call out so bad like so Don't. bad, so bad. You are not Don't. Baron Davis. You never have been Baron Davis. Like just because you played in one state playoff game, don't mean a goddamn thing. Pass the basketball. <laughs> You might look like Baron Davis. You might weigh as much as Baron Davis, but you don't pay for his game. I don't give a flying <laughs> shit what you do. I don't care you went to college. I don't care what you do. Probably make donuts now. And now you want to talk about not passing the basketball. You got fucking four other grown men out here running to watch you take jump shots. And then got the balls to say rebound. Fuck you. <laughs> Tell you how I feel. Yeah. You know. and, and this is why I don't like Trey Young's game because that's what that's what he is. Yeah, I'm not your rebound guy. No, I'll help. I'll help as part of the game, like contribute and having fun and everything. But yeah, I'm not just going to chase the ball for you. Yeah, and and going back to the back to the Hawks, I know I, I talked about if if they play New York, then they're going to win. The reason why the Hawks are so much better now, even though Dorian seems to be crying down there, is that Brogdon has. And all right, he's he's got he, like four names in his head. <laughs> he's trying to figure out it's one of them for sure. Uh, he played with them too. 
<laughs> I know, I know, I I know one year. I know for a fact one you're talking about, mm. and it's the same thing. It was. Think it you want to go over there and just steal it? Just steal it? Like he's just dribbling, <laughs> just go steal it from him. <laughs> and, and and then it missed a three pointer. They're pointing at you like I didn't shoot the damn ball. You did. No, what, but what bugs me is like they'll shoot a three and their facial expression won't even change. It'll clang off the rim and it's like, yep, that's how that was supposed to go. <laughs> Like that Nick Young shot where he shoots like, it, thinks he made it, walks away, and it clanks off like I shot it. Oh, no. They, these guys sit here and watch it hit the rim and rattle all over the place like they get off on it or something. <laughs> clang, 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 And no follow-up rebound. Oh, and God forbid, if they hit like two in a row, the whole game's fucked. We're done. We are yeah. done. You must just pack it in. Like, golly, man. I'm hot. I'm hot. hot. Give me the ball. Ain't, ain't hot. Nobody's guarding you because they're sick of running after you. <laughs> it's like, damn, if you do, damn, you don't like they keep shooting and then once they hit one or two they're like okay now i'm on fire no it's luck it's no luck. it's law averages you miss six you hit two you're shooting 33 <laughs> percent. no no bj bj your math is off they made two out of eight <laughs> yeah. that's what it feels like sometimes it makes me sad and then you know yeah. like in the streets if you're hitting 30 percent in your head you're like green light baby green light <laughs> but you know if a coach is on the side of that he'd be like pass that shit <laughs> <laughs> and it's like i know who coached you and i know who you played with you didn't do that shit you did not do that Mm-mm. at all because you wouldn't have played <laughs> yes it would be all the bench real easy <laughs> how easily we forget and then it had the nerve on his family members say, well, I'm trying to get some running. Well, so are we. Everybody here came to get some running. It doesn't matter that that's what you want. Nobody gives a shit that you want. I'm sitting here in the middle of a church talking like this, about to get my ass whooped. <laughs> and then I feel like a snitch because the guy from the gym comes over and he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, well, these guys think they can just run back-to-back games even though they lost. And we got three guys sitting over here that haven't played yet. He's like, oh, well, that's not how it goes. So the other team just leaves. And I was like, well, you made it easy on me. Thanks. <laughs> like, you know, I grew up playing basketball on the streets. If you leave, we'll just play three on three. I don't give a shit. Right, exactly. One more, you leave, we'll play 21. Nobody cares. Leave. Yep. You're telling me you're going to leave me in here this big gym all by myself? I, I came to play. I'm going to play. Exactly. Regardless of what's going with on. without you. I don't need you. Exactly. <laughs> Golly, man. Yeah. People are just greedy. It's like just... That's human nature is greed. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so terrible. There are some things where I have to catch myself every once in a while. Like, oh, what are you being like that for? Especially when it comes to basketball, like when you... Like, like when I play uh, open games, like I like playing with the individuals that people don't pick. Because like you said before, I know that we'll play more of a team game than the athletic guys that want to dunk and catch alley hoops and show off to everyone. And we you got know. something to prove. We got something to prove over here. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to pick me? I'm going to try to dust you up as soon as I get over there. Hold on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, dude, I'm always the guy who's on a team with either, like, a bunch of Asian guys or white guys, whoever. And they're like, oh, look at this guy. He playing with them. And we, not to the 10, bust their ass every single time. Hey, Dorian's out there playing with Billy Hoyle. I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit. You see that movie? Billy can hoop. <laughs> Billy would exactly. give you buckets. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he pulled Rosie Perez. I don't know how he did that. That's top notch. Yeah. That's top notch nineties right there. Goodness. That's like top yeah. shelf nineties. Who's better than who's better than who's better than Rosie Perez? Who's better than Rosie Perez in the mid late nineties? Holly Berry. Mm. That you gotta take her off the list. I told you before, you gotta take the you gotta take okay. the unicorns and the worst <laughs> off the list. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get rid of the unicorn. She's a unicorn. Get rid of her. <laughs> Outside of her, um, I know a lot of people love that girl from uh, Love and Basketball, Shania Lathan. Is that her name? Yes, yeah, Shania Lathan. Look yeah. at your eyes. Oh my God, I wish people could see your eyes right now. <laughs> oh, oh I hope that door doesn't open up behind you. You can get slapped <laughs> right back in the head. 
all you're gonna hear is <laughs> man. But I hear oh, a lot man. of guys talk about her. About oh man, yeah. I crushed on her when I was. Dude, like, I remember. Yeah, I remember when Boomerang. Yeah. Well, I remember when when the movie Boomerang came out Shit. and it had Eddie and Robin Givens, and people were like, no. "This is Holly Berry girl." No, yeah. I I knew not to look at Robin Givens. I knew I was smarter than that back then. I knew better. <laughs> I knew better. You ain't catching me that trap. He'll travel right across the state and punch my six year old ass right in the face. <laughs> I know better than that. I'm not pissing Mike off. Ask what happened to Brad Pitt. Oh, Caught Brad Pitt mid-stroke. Dang, dang. Could you imagine being little Brad Pitt and Mike Tyson come walking to the door? Dude, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he had to jump out of a window or something. Shit, it's New York City. What window? Oh, shit. Man. Yeah, where are you going? <laughs> where are you going? Get like, I got to try to outrun him. Brad Pitt has never played Batman. That shit ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> you, no seriously though imagine you're sleeping with this lady that you know is married to mike tyson you can this isn't a situation where you say oh i didn't know y'all were married no the whole world knows mike tyson's married to robin Givens, and you go home with her like whatever happened to brad he deserved like whatever yeah. had happened to brad he he like he signed off on all this by the way it must have been really good to sign off on all that it must have been <laughs> it must have been really really good like i bet you when mike walked through that door fireworks were shooting out of brad's ass like pow pow woo! boy oh man you better jedi yeah. mind trick mike that's how you sleep with my wife no you didn't maybe i didn't <laughs> See, that's why you got to listen to Eddie Murphy. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's one of the weirdest things yeah. in sports. Yeah. How that just ended like that without a death. That's crazy. Just think about that. One slip up, we'd had no inglorious bastards. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We wouldn't have Bradgelina either. No fight club. Oh, we we'd had a fight club. It happened <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot longer before we saw it originally, and we'd never heard about it. Hey, maybe that's why they say you don't talk about fight club. <laughs> Mike Tyson wouldn't have raped anybody or been accused of rape because he'd been in jail for murder. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. That's true. Evander would probably, probably still have both ears. A generation of boxes would have a rib cage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just I can't yeah. get over that just thinking about that. No bueno. I would not want to be in that situation. Like and that's when he was unstable. Look, Mike, if this ever comes if he ever if he ever hears this, look, dude. No, no, you you, facts, you tell me to own it all the time. I'm owning it. I'm saying facts are facts. Facts are facts, Mike. Unstable. It was nerve was people probably nervous to be around you. Let's just be honest. You knocked yeah. the guy's head off in, in a Brooklyn hotel. He was harassing you, but head clean off. Not gonna lie, when I met Mike Tyson, I was very careful about how I move because he has this presence about him to where you know you like damn not not only like he's the considered the knockout legend like like he has no problem with putting his hands on you if he feels disrespected right? <laughs> look i've never really fanboyed over anybody if i meet mike tyson i'm gonna have to watch myself but do you accept hugs you do you accept hugs can i hug you like <laughs> nah nah he ain't gonna hug you bro <laughs> no i know you. i know but I, i'm just like you don't understand like he's one of my favorite boxers he's one of my favorite like personalities of my lifetime like one of my top 10 personalities ever and um he's one of the best storytellers like i love his stories yeah. the way he tells them and then uh his tv show is pretty damn funny too that mike tyson's mysteries that shit cracks me up oh yeah that shit's so stupid <laughs> that is hilarious it's so stupid and he's so good in it but he's like one of the few people to like fully rehabilitate his image like he he's He's like this big lovable guy now, even though he's not. But like yeah. you think he's like this big lovable guy now. Yeah, I can't think of anyone that was as low as he was and came back to be as high as he is. Yeah, no, like he's he's still in high demand. And like I said, I'd love to meet him. Love to meet him. Just tell him like, uh, man, you had a big influence on my life in the sports world and whatnot. Mm. I'd say he um he's probably the only reason I still watch boxing because he got me hooked on it when you I was mean little. logan paul's not the reason why you watch boxing 
No, I was hoping to go the whole show without talking about that. I know we only have five people listen to us, but I don't want those five people to know about that fight. Not from us, anyways. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. That's not fair. You're you're talking about you want to give Manny Pacquiao wait like seven years to fight him. You want to fight Jake Paul when he opens his mouth. I think it's disrespectful to boxing. It's like, dude, like some people consider you to be Floyd as a whole is disrespectful to boxing. Mm. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. Well, it's, you're saying things. You know, so. The thing about it is, I mean, uh, I was hearing uh, rumors about him potentially fighting Canelo. I'm like, hell no, dude. Canelo, Canelo will kill, kill him. him. Nah, he he's not. He's smart. He's he's a businessman. He's smarter than that. He's not taking that fight, dude. What That's matters to Floyd is the zero at the end of his record. That's all he cares about. Yeah. And, and how he can capitalize on the zero at the end of his record. He's not fighting Canelo because he won't have a zero at the end of his record anymore. Zero so. at the front of his IQ score. The thing about it is, what what would he even have a face if he fought Canelo right now? You see what Canelo did to Billy Joe Saunders? Well, Ooh. that guy. Well, first of all, Billy Joe oh. ducked, ducked into that punch. Ooh, he had so. he had Billy Joe head butted an uppercut. So we have to call that how it is. He bent down and Canelo caught him coming up. So that was like smashing two hammers together. That was great. It's like. I, mean, no, I just no watched a video that no, they no said problem. is Canelo the best counter puncher ever and some of the clips they showed it's hard not to agree jeez right right people throwing yeah. hooks he's catching with uppercuts and shit the, the problem is that boxing's pretty much gone the, the way of horse racing is it's big maybe two or three times a year and then otherwise no one cares it's because the athletes realize they could go do other things other than get their face pounded in yeah that's exactly right yeah. like I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of guys in the NBA and the NFL that would have been great boxers had they began training at a young age and it's just but there's other ways to make money. Golly, I can dunk on people and not get punched in the face. And, and BJ, I think you're 100% right with that. Is when the NBA and the NFL really started exploding their contracts. Yeah, that's when that's when boxing really took a hit. Because you're right, these, these guys that grew up and hey, look, the only way I can you know have a have a life is doing something athletically. I can either go with boxing and make okay money, you know, make really good money, get my face caved in, or I can mm. go to the NFL and make just as much money if not more and not do that exactly yeah. i just i don't know i mean given the choice wouldn't almost everybody take basketball football baseball or golf given the choice absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. not hockey those fuckers are crazy oh yes yeah, yeah i'm not playing yeah. hockey i'd rather play football than hockey yeah and, and my, my one little hockey reference today is tom wilson should be kicked out of the league but that's just me who's and tom wilson tom wilson's the guy from washington <laughs> that all he does is just instigate fights um i don't know if you guys saw that they had a game that washington against new york and and within the at the opening faceoff, the entire oh, both teams. Were I fighting. saw that. Yeah, I, I meant to watch that. I meant to watch that, but I didn't get to it. I saw it at work. But yeah. Um, yeah. That would have been fun to watch. I'm, I'm for that. Screw that puck. Let's just beat each other up. And the last well, two guys, they can score. And it started because Tom Wilson, the jackass, started ramming at the gate before, was ramming a Rangers player's face into the ice. Ooh. Now, now, we don't know what he did to deserve that. I don't think it was I, I don't think it was much. So We don't know this, though. We didn't know. He could say something about somebody's mama, daughter, wife, sister. All these are perfectly acceptable in hockey to get your head rammed into the ice. Not in social, like, not in normal social life. Of course not. But in hockey. Talk about my mom. I'm pretty sure I can punch your head off the ice. Might be able to giggle while I'm doing it. Well, and, and that's what I thought was funny is that you know when when the puck dropped and the, the team started fighting, the refs just went, "You know, fuck it, just y'all." 
Y'all figure it out. What are you going to They all weigh like 170, 80 pounds. What are they going to do? Just let it happen. Somebody's going to stop eventually. They're not robots. <laughs> They're just going to get tired. Like, yeah. Somebody's going to fall asleep. Exactly. You're like, hey, I still yeah. get paid during this, right? Well, shit. I'd be, like, where's the, I'd be like, where's the fire hose? <laughs> well, it, and what was really funny is the fans kind of knew what was up. Obviously, you know, there were, there were tensions between the teams. But when they went for the opening faceoff, and it was like the fourth line versus the fourth line, it's like, oh, something's. <laughs> <laughs> we we know what this is. I love it. Why does this look like a preseason? Oh, okay. <laughs> I know what's going on. Okay. That's excellent. Yeah, I'm still cool with hockey. I'm still cool with baseball's unwritten rules. I love baseball's unwritten rules. Have you ever paid attention? To I don't. Like, I get what? I don't. I love it. It's like a a, a mysterious like uh, code cracking that if you don't get it right, you can get punched in the mouth or hit with a baseball. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. So if if I am um, Carlos Delgado and I hit a three one home run in the yeah. bottom of the seventh after a wild crazy inning in the playoffs, put your head down. Don't flip my. Nope. Put your head no, down. I'm, don't fucking I'm look at me and go to first base. Wheels. Nope, nope, don't look at me. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Don't look at me and go right to first base. And you better no, not fuck be, that. Nope. Oh, get out of here. Go on, get now. <laughs> or else the next time you get up there, oh boy, 96 right in the hip. Exactly. It's I especially it. the unwritten no. rule to where, hey, you hit my player. I'm gonna hit your my teammate. I'm gonna hit your teammate. And then we're gonna lie about it to the media. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, ball got loose. Not sure what happened there. You no, know, it's just exactly. a tough pitch. Well, that's why I liked what I liked what Odor did a couple of years ago. And you know, going back to the, the Rangers and Blue Jays, like the next the next year, um, he just like just punched Delgado. I think it was got the second base and just wailed on. No, him. nope. That was um the big dude in Toronto, uh, Luis. Uh, I can see his face. Oh, Batista. Yeah. That's who it was. Punched him right in the damn mouth. <laughs> Batista stood up and was like, "What?" As soon as he's about to say something, Odor was like, "Nope, <laughs> nope." Yeah, that was great. I mean, you only go so far. And like, I guess when you hit a home run, you're not supposed to lay the bat across the plate. That'll get you roughed up. Really? Yeah. Now, I, yeah. I I do like the idea. Is yes, if you slide into second, your your spike shouldn't be up. I get that. That's Absolutely. not an unwritten rule. That's like general safety stuff. Exactly. We're, we're talking about things that don't make sense that will get you beat up. Yeah. Like, don't stare at the home run too long. Bitch, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the ball. (laughs) And excuse me, you're a pitcher. If you hit a home run, you might pitch a 10 up here looking at this thing. So shut up. (laughs) Yeah, if I ever had the grace of God to actually hit a home run, you know, I'm staring at things. I'm taking pictures. I'm like just skipping backwards at first. Adams would be doing selfies all the way around the base pass. (laughs) Pretty much. Can you see the ball in the background? Is it still flying? (laughs) And BJ, you hit a home run, you're going to be flicking people off the whole time. I told you, bitch. (laughs) Told you. Oh, man. Well, well, speaking of baseball, like, do you think that there's any. Okay, we're done. No, no, okay. We're not, we can't be done because I do have one more story I want to get to when Dorian's done. So go, Dorian, go ahead. I was just saying, is there any way that you think that we can save baseball or baseball can be saved? I think I just no. answered that question. <laughs> Look, yes, they can. Uh, can't step out of the batter's box more than once. Um, shot clock on the pitchers. And um, because the actual game of baseball is fun. It's all the in-between yeah. shit. Like, yeah. I'm sure if I could get softballs and bats together, we'd all go play softball. Oh, yeah. I love it's, it's a fun game. It really is. But all the in-between shit is really tough. Like, I don't care about the 
people out in the outfield talking. I don't care about the announcers pontificating about shit. Like, I just don't. Like, speed the game up. Give us the action. I mean, they they could steal back some fans by speeding the game up because people like watching baseball. I like watching baseball. I think a pitch clock would would do it. And I I think that would would definitely help. And I don't like multiple stepping out of the batter's box. Unless it's a a ball, like a, a, um, not a ball, but a A wild pitch. A wild pitch or something. Then he can step out an extra time because we're all setting up again. But as far as like you <laughs> shit got uncomfortable because we've been in the batter's box too long. I'm going to step out. Nah, pussy. You're in there. Game time. Let's go. <laughs> well, and I think that goes back. Okay. If you're going to have a pitch clock, you need, also need a batter clock. Oh yeah. You know? that, well, that's why yeah, I don't want I mean, stepping if, out so much. Once he puts his foot in that box, we're here. Yeah. You put that, you put your foot in the box. There's 20 seconds until, until the pitch. Now, if the batter steps out, that 20, 20 seconds is still going and it's up to the pitcher to, to get the pitch across. Yeah. So if the batter steps out, well, fuck it. And just throw throw a fastball right down the middle. Who cares? Yep. And then the pitcher can pitch any minute after that clock runs out. And it's, it's yep. you're just it doesn't matter if you're ready or not. Strike. Ready on here I come. I, I don't want to say baseball dead because it is an American pastime and it, it's a fun. Like I said, it's a fun game. It needs to be sped up though. And um, if they could get their announcers to stop taking Benadryl before the fucking game, that'd be great too. Because I'll tell you, listening to Tim McCarver is enough to make me want to chew on the business end of a shotgun. <laughs> Vin, Vin Scully cannot do every game. He's, he's just, he's too old. He just can't Vin do every Scully, game. I'll tell you what, and listen, I was, we're old enough to have just caught a little bit of Harry Carey. That shit was hilarious to me. Harry, I don't think Harry actually knew he was calling a game. Oh, that's fine with me. <laughs> he was more entertained than most of the shit happened on the field anyways. Especially because he was calling the Cubs games. Oh, that poor guy. Jeez. His whole broadcast career is like garbage. Like it's epic. His career is garbage, but the team for which he had to support. Oh, poor guy. And he's, Harry, I don't know much about him, but the way he talked and the way he sounded, he seemed very optimistic. So he's probably one of those guys going in like, this is the year. No, Harry. No. no Y'all didn't no. let that, that lady didn't get to bring her goat in. This is what you get. <laughs> well, and, and what they did the Bart was just pathetic. That was a mistake. You don't need to kill somebody. Yeah, it was a death threat them and all this. Yeah. Stuff. I'll tell you what. I have no. been to a baseball game they in a lost... while or ever. I might have reached out for that ball too. Yeah. I don't, and I'm by not the way, he's not the anywhere. reason why they lost that game. No. Right. Yeah. There right. were several he, other instances in that game that could fix that. No. They mm-hmm. fell apart. They fell apart and lost yeah. that series. <laughs> it's just they all con- they, everything came together at the right spot to make Barkman the the scapegoat. It's just sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you know why? Because nothing can ever be my fault. It's got to be always no. somebody else's no. fault. Look what he did. He touched right. that one ball. Yeah, when I could have caught the ball in the yeah. third inning or hit a home run in the fourth oh, inning. Well, let's ignore the error that I just had at shortstop just a couple pitches oh, beforehand. I it's got to be so his fault. We got this short memory and like I mean the guy had to basically like lay low. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, he left. Chicago, his uh, yeah. his thirty for thirty is good. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad. It's, sad. it's, it's real yeah. sad. Like man, and then there's another st- story that's sad is that story about Richard Jewell too. Yeah, the yeah. guy who noticed the bomb in Atlanta and then they tried to pin it on him. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a sad one too. I think he he died not too long after all that got settled. Yeah, I I know they made a movie about it. I haven't had a chance to see it, but it's it's, it's disturbing. I don't know yeah. if I saw some documentary or if they made a thirty for thirty. There was something I saw about it, and it was just not cool at all. It's that media man. If they get a hold of you, they well, can and they can create a story, and it takes months and months to come back from. Yeah, once the narrative is out there, you cannot change it. You, it it's just, it's impossible. I know. So, so like, even if all this stuff with Deshaun is like BS and an attempt at a money grab, like, how does he even recover? Right. He doesn't. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, and this is like we're saying if like, allegedly, I'm not, this yeah, is well, all alleged. Well, I'm, yeah, and I'm not saying he did or didn't do anything, but if he if he is completely not guilty, and this is all a money grab, like. 
his reputation is over. They are trying to cancel him, like uh, Bob Baffert thinks they're, they're trying to cancel his horse. Mm. So I, I don't know if you guys saw that the, yeah, the winner of the Kentucky Derby that actually is a thing still. They got you know, they took away the winner because it failed a, a PED test, and uh, the trainer was claiming cancel culture because apparently they're trying to cancel him from selling horse semen. So, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. AK, you were, you were saying that you uh, you had a question or you had a statement you were going to make. Oh, that was a story. <laughs> that's a story. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, like uh, this, the stupidity of this is astounding. Like you're telling me because you broke the rules that you shouldn't be canceled. Yeah. And, and let's think about this for a second. Okay. So you are in a sport where they mistreat horses constantly. You know, it's all about animal, animal cruelty, various different ways. And the entire sport is based on people betting on your horse who you make run fast when they don't want to run fast. And if the horse wins, then you just put him out to pasture and sell his semen. Jack him off for the rest of his life. Right. Yeah. So th- this is what we're talking Hind- about here. Hindsight, though, maybe being a racehorse isn't that bad. <laughs> Assuming you win. <laughs> because, B- BJ, have you, nobody, have you ever, nobody wants to be glue. Have you ever twisted an ankle? Yes, I have. Okay. The, the, were you able to walk it off? Yes, I was. Horses can't. If they twist an ankle, they are shot. Most glue. of the time at the track. Glue. <laughs> Pate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but if you do win, you're an athlete and you get jacked off. <laughs> oh, you just beat Deshaun Watson repeatedly. God dang. We didn't say fingers in the butt, Adam. <laughs> uh, is that legit or that really happened? What? Horse was jacked off? Yes. Are you talking about the multiple people uh, alleging fingers in the butt? <laughs> multiple. <laughs> I think Dorian's caught up on Kiki Kelly and the sexy stud, not Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Dorian's still thinking about standing in the field and getting jacked off for the rest of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We just lost another viewer. (laughs) Listener. (laughs) Listener. Excuse me. We're the only ones watching. Shit. Uh, Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I know, like oh, AK. Is this gonna the archive? No, right? Oh no, we have, no, hell no. We haven't, okay, we haven't made okay. it there yet. Okay. Are you getting soft? <laughs> no way. You're Man, just because about- you can't handle it doesn't mean our listeners can't. Yeah. I mean, who I are, mean, I was so lucky to talk about to, porn. So who are we to? Do- oh, you what? can just don't get mad when we point out all your porn references. <laughs> yeah, like we don't care if you talk no, about porn. No. Like, if we just notice no. how much you talk no. about it, though. No, I no. <laughs> His wife's probably listening. He probably told him he can't talk about porn. That's probably mm. the difference. Mm. <laughs> Why do you know all of their names? Every time they bring one up, you know their name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen, aren't we aren't we technically media members? I mean, yeah, we're on the podcast. Yeah, so I I'm just keeping up with the. Time. Yeah, you cannot qualify it as research on your taxes. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure we could line up some other media members, and I bet you, you know way more porn stars. I mean, I'm just saying, I got like 40 bucks on it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, why are you um, red? First, <laughs> first, I didn't know you could get red. Second of all, why are you red? <laughs> you can't do it. Well, well, my skin has a natural red tint. No, that's called blushing. Us white people do that a lot. A lot. I look like a fire truck if you catch me. Catch you slipping. If you catch me slipping, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's, what, that's what it's called. No, my no, my whole no slipping. If you catch me slipping, I will I will blush like a fire truck. Look look at Adam's forehead. You can see Adam's forehead right now. Is, is that what the kids are calling it nowadays? I don't. Well, I don't know if Adam's forehead or the Ohio State football. I can't see right now. 
They're both the same color. They're both the same color. Oh, oh man. Oh, that is hilarious. Well, I mean, comment. I just want to say, I've already said like five times, get jacked on a field's not that bad. Like just being the horse in a field. <laughs> I figure I said the word jack off like five times now. I think I did good. Y'all's kids are going to slip up and wind up listening to this one day. Watch. Daddy, what do you do? Like, who's he? Oh, my gosh. Daddy, didn't he buy Girl Scout cookies? Yeah, we don't talk to him anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What is jacked up? No, no. It's just a joke. Why do they do that to horses? Shit. Gotta explain this to kids. <laughs> so, Won't dad, somebody please think of the children. So, dad, there's <laughs> gallons. Yes, yes, honey, there's gallons. <laughs> and that that is how you end the show talking about horse masturbation. <laughs> so, well, ho- hopefully this time next week, Dorian will be back back in the world of the living and no, we broke well, you know, have his senses about us <laughs> we did um you guys didn't break me it was it's, the, it's the horse, urban the Meyer breaking, was, no the horse broke you <laughs> yes he's dude broken come again. on man come yeah. on bro come on bro come on man. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it bj don't i'm it. not i said it too many times i feel bad already i said it like five <laughs> times we can Go say ahead. squeeze. We can say squeezing one out. <laughs> oh, so anyways, <laughs> we don't have the time to go through BJ's euphemism. So, um, actually, we do. <laughs> if you want to get technical, technically, we got like ten minutes left. <laughs> so rubbing one out would also be valid. Oh man! So, but by the time we we uh, record next week, the play-in tournaments could actually could have started in the NBA. So fun. I guess my question to you guys is: Are are we pro or anti uh, play-in tournaments? Anything that makes LeBron sweat, I like. <laughs> oh, I like it because I like the thought of one and done. That means that you can't; these players can't coast. Be like, oh, well, we have another game. No, either you bring it tonight or your ass going home so i like it i like it because lebron was cool with it until he wasn't involved and now that he's involved he ain't cool with it and you got one game against the warrior what if that's the game that steph decides to go off with six he's going to are you crazy (laughs) and then they're going to get swept in the next round i don't think it'll matter if if steph knocks lebron out if he knocks him to to the the loser's bracket that's that's good enough for him yeah and that's gonna be good enough for the offseason oh that'll be that'll be revenge for the three and one yeah 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 steph will love that yeah i'm actually excited and that's and and that's the thing like so think about the warriors this year okay they don't have clay draymond was never that great and he's a shell of himself it's basically curry and the the shell of what wiseman possibly could be Mm -hmm. if they get i think it's i think they own somebody's pick next year that's only top four protected they could potentially get a lottery pick plus their normal pick next year. That's so if, if you're gonna pick if you're gonna pick up the Warriors, now's the year to do it. Well, Clay yeah. is out and before they can reload. But also too, the the Warriors is coming in like with nothing to lose. They're like, we, yeah. we, we, we weren't expected to come this far. Right. They aren't supposed to be there anyway, so yeah, yeah, there's no pressure on them. And that's the scary part if I'm the Lakers. I, I, I'd be at Matt Two Pauls and Braun like, you got to go against, against a stuff that with no expectations. The Warriors has no expectations at all. A motivated stuff without motivated expectations. Motivated stuff without expectations. And one game. All they got to do is win one game. Oh, yeah. nobody oh. three's better. Yeah. And, and you want to know, you know, pro anti? The NBA is definitely going to be pro. If you give me one game of yeah. Steph versus LeBron, oof, that, that, that's a ratings bonanza. And I know they're doing it this year because of COVID. It's kind of an experiment to see about next about future years. 
And if the ratings are what they could be with Steph versus LeBron, look for this to be a permanent thing. Because if, if we if we know one thing, the NBA likes money. Whores, I tell you, whores, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you got Dorian crying now. I got so much. <laughs> Think about that horse. <laughs> See, that's all it takes. He's done. Oh, shit. Porn stars and horse scene, he turns into a fire truck. Oh, shit, man. Hey, I bet you that's a video of that somewhere. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. There we go. <laughs> you can end it, Adam. I did it. Yeah, don't 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 Google that. But um, so oh, I, somebody's I, gonna Google it. <laughs> the sad thing is, I think some of the listeners may have already Googled it. So, anyways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jeez. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this week's of Sandlot Sports. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.